Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Hey everybody, it's your host Jana, and welcome to this week's podcast. The AYBD newsletter is celebrating its 100th newsletter this week. I started this newsletter with the intention of sharing belly dance tips with you guys, and it's evolved into something so much more where y'all have given me the inspiration to go beyond just belly dance and write more in-depth about topics rarely touched upon in belly dance, giving birth to the concept of this podcast. This week's topic is one such idea, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of this. I've mentioned earlier that regarding this podcast, for this year I want to focus on mental health, and with that comes body confidence and body positivity. Starting belly dance in the U.S., there was this whole goddess movement where it was targeted towards women of all shapes and sizes, which I still think is a beautiful concept. But what you see marketed isn't always what is taught in real life, and I've also heard from other fellow dancers that, if anything, belly dance has made them more self-conscious. I know during the three years when I was taking daily dance classes from belly dance to Polynesian to flamenco and everything in between, the dance that made me feel the most self-conscious was belly dance, even though it was the one that was marketed as quote-unquote body positive. This isn't to 100% fault my teacher or the classes and take no responsibility whatsoever, I started belly dance as a teenager, and I don't know many fully confident teenagers walking around. But belly dance was different to the other classes I was taking because of the way it was taught and the types of teachers that I had, the expectations for the gigs and how you look, and even the representation within the classes themselves. I, for example, was the tallest in my dance company, in the troupe, and was always stuck in the back. <laughs> Already being self-conscious about my height and looks in general, this definitely didn't help me. Whereas when I went to my Polynesian classes and performed, um, or my flamenco classes, I was taught by women that looked different to me, that were fuller figured, uh, very confident in their looks. Uh, even flamenco was taught by an amazingly strong and feminine woman, even taller than me. And for neither of those was I stuck in the back to try to blend in more. I think that so many belly dancers feeling self-conscious after starting this dance is a very sad thing for so many reasons. And when I try to change in my classes, and would love to see spread across the belly dance community in general. Like most, if not all women, I was extremely critical about my body in my teenage years. As women, it's so normalized to hate our bodies and to buy into the idea that we constantly need fixing, that it just becomes the norm. It took me many years later to finally start being comfortable in my skin and to stop negative self-talk about my body. Now, this isn't to say that the body positive uh, movement is foolproof. It has, in fact, its own problems, and at the bottom I've linked several interesting articles about the topic in this podcast description, so I highly recommend and encourage you to read those to get a better idea of the topic in general. There's nothing wrong with wanting to improve yourself, just don't do it at the expense of others and what the media tells you you should look like. A big flaw I notice in taking different fitness classes is how instructors, particularly female instructors, try to motivate their students into working harder by using negative talk. Burn off those cookies or calories or whatever being shouted at me during a cardio class, 
only makes me question what's so wrong with enjoying a delicious cookie. I don't want to spend my hard-earned money on a class with someone that is trying to shame me into avoiding sweets for the rest of my life, and I don't want you to either. Regardless of what advertisements, media, magazines, Instagram, whatever try to tell you, you are more than just your looks, and your worth doesn't begin when you've reached your ideal body, whatever that is supposed to be. I teach my classes never about body shaming, but rather about a health and safety-focused approach. I don't care what you weigh or what you look like, what you wear in class, and I know we all have our insecurities. But when you step into my classroom, I want you to be happy, to feel safe, progress, and enjoy learning a new skill or growing your talent in belly dance. Here are four ways you can be more conscious of how you teach your classes to make sure your students leave with a positive outlook. Number one, be inclusive. There's a reason why being inclusive helps people feel more represented. I recently did the website for the new Creative Hip Studio in Miami, and I loved the photos they had, which had women of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds in their classes. This wasn't just a photo shoot to look nice for the website. These women actually attended these classes. And personally, knowing the studio owners, Valerie Pomonari and Kelly Rodriguez, I know these two talented teachers are teaching the art of belly dance and ensuring each student walks away inspired, seen, and represented. Number two, change the mind shift. If you're teaching a fitness-focused belly dance class, this is especially important. Yes, the goal of your students here in a fitness class is to, well, get fit, but getting fit can have a negative connotation if your students walk in already feeling bad about themselves. You can't change a lifetime of someone else's personal opinions in one class, but you can change the mind shift and language you use in your class to show that you care more about your students challenging themselves in a positive manner rather than having a negative outlook on how they're supposed to be. So what does this look like in a belly dance setting? Instead of saying to suck in your stomach, for example, you can instead say to engage your core. The former is actually a wrong way to visualize proper form, which can lead to overtucking of the pelvis. And the latter focuses on a physical skeletal visualization that focuses on safety. I remember taking a class with Mercedes Nieto in uh, Budapest once, and she told us to engage our core and added that it has nothing to do with how your stomach looks or how you look, but rather about keeping the energy consistent and flowing while dancing. This was such a simple way of phrasing it, and adding that little non-disclaimer about it not being about how you look is what still sticks with me some 10 years later. The words you use in class are powerful and can have a bigger impact than you may realize. Number three, love yourself. We can't undo years of practically being brainwashed into hitting our bodies overnight, nor can we undo any damage done in household or personal relationships. If you've grown up hearing your own mother be overly critical of her own body in front of you or you'd be critical of yours or were in emotionally and verbally abusive relationships, it's very hard to undo that damage, especially alone. All I can tell you is that you're definitely not alone, and with regards to teaching your classes, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk. Why would students believe in you preaching body confidence if behind the scenes or worse during class, you are self-critical? This isn't about faking it if you're having an off day or still coming to terms with your own body and body positivity in general. You don't have to lie, but don't be self-critical in front of impressionable students that look up to you as a teacher and mentor and then expect your students to learn to love themselves. And number four, extend it beyond the classroom. Don't go all Jekyll and Hyde on your students. This is a concept, should you choose to adopt it, you need to go full out and include it 
backstage, behind the scenes, in private classes, coffee hangouts, etc. It is nobody any good for you to be all rah-rah, yay, positive self-talk for the hour you teach, then leave the classroom and talk smack about yourself or others. How someone else lives their life or what they wear isn't my business, nor is it yours. We can all change and become better versions of ourselves, starting with how we treat each other. I know over 10 years ago, I would have joined in negative self-talk and perhaps made some comments about what someone was wearing. Now I've learned from my own mistakes, know better, and you can too. The main thing is that your worth doesn't lie in only how you look, and you are more than you look, which can be a hard thing to get accustomed to when you are in the entertainment business. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best version of yourself, but don't forget to give yourself and your body some love. Now I want to hear from you. How do you make sure your students feel included and positive in your classes? Share your thoughts in the AYBD Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Advanced Belly Dance, or just go to advancedrebellydance.com. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time.